Hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. Today we have a homily for Sunday, June 12th, 2022, which is Trinity Sunday. Let's begin with a reading from John's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of Christ Holy God, may only your truth be spoken, and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, hello again, and welcome back. The other day I was out for a walk with the dog. The sun was shining, and the sky was dotted with the odd cloud. As my four-legged companion and I enjoyed the mild weather, we noticed two friends sitting at a picnic table playing Scrabble. They waved me over and we sat down and chatted for a while while they finished their game. As we chatted, one friend looked at the other with a twinkle in her eye. After a moment of silence, they erupted in shoulder-rocking laughter. Not a single word had been spoken, and yet volumes had been communicated. I sat there for a moment, looking from one friend to the other. I realized that I was obviously watching an inside joke develop like a frame in an old roll of film. Observing my expression, one of my friends finally spoke up, filled me in, and we all shared the laugh. This story came to mind as I prepared for today. Today we celebrate Trinity Sunday. Now, the doctrine of the Trinity is one of the great theological mysteries of the Church. It teaches that there is only one God who exists in three distinct persons. They are simultaneously unique, and yet still only one God. It's one of the great mysteries of our faith that God is somehow three persons, and yet we don't believe in three distinct gods. In our Anglican tradition, I think most of us are pretty comfortable with talking about the first two persons of the Trinity. We often refer to God the Father when we talk about creation. We see this first person of the Trinity at work in the Hebrew Scriptures, leading the people of Israel. At Christmas, we talk about the birth of Jesus as the Son of God coming into our midst. At Easter, we struggle with stories of God's Son being crucified. Last week, when we celebrated Pentecost, we talked about God's Spirit being the dynamic force that connects both the Father and the Son. At Pentecost, we also talk about God's Spirit empowering everyday people like you and I 
to do some pretty extraordinary things in the world and in the lives of other people. When we put these three pieces together, they give us a glimpse of God working together in harmony. John's Gospel records Jesus telling his disciples that, after his death, they would encounter God's Holy Spirit in a new way. The Spirit would lead them into the truth and declare things to them that they were not yet ready to hear. Now, anyone who has spent some time around children knows that there are some things that are age-appropriate. I don't think any of us would try to sit down at the kitchen table with a six-year-old and try to teach them advanced trigonometry or send them to a graduate lecture on philosophy. Both the teacher and the student would be frustrated because the material is not yet appropriate for the person. There may come a time for that, but it's probably not at the age of six. That's the kind of thing Jesus was talking about in this context. He's talking about not providing people with information before they're ready to receive it. But it's also meant to showcase the wisdom of God, knowing when the faithful will be able to digest certain information. Truly knowing when someone is ready to learn something only happens within the context of relationship. Our reading from the book of Proverbs also describes God's wisdom at work in creation. The author of Proverbs describes wisdom as a siren calling humanity not deeper into dangerous waters, but piquing our curiosity so that we might explore the deeper things of God. This is one of the benefits of having mystery in faith. It's mystery that encourages intellectual and spiritual curiosity, and it's that curiosity that encourages us to continue pursuing God. Our text from Proverbs further describes God's wisdom, predating and yet also participating in creation. We're told that God's wisdom is also fascinated with creation, particularly with humanity. The wisdom that Proverbs is describing is what we often refer to as the Holy Spirit. Whether we refer to it as wisdom or as spirit, it is the creative quality of God which inspires the faithful to do God's work in the world. By whatever name we use, we are talking about the third person of the Trinity. By whatever name we use, we are not simply talking about creating birds and trees or even people, but it's also about inspiring faith and wisdom in the hearts and minds of people. Of course, last week we had another reading from John's Gospel that described the relationship between the Father, the Son, and God's Spirit. This is how Augustine was able to describe God's Spirit as the love that exists between the Father and the Son. It's like how two people can communicate with each other so deeply, and yet without ever having exchanged a single word. Whether we use language that describes God as Father, Son, and Spirit, or language that describes God as Creator, Redeemer, 
and sustainer, we begin to see a collaborative quality in everything that God does. We begin to see God not as three distinct individuals, but as one God having a highly relational quality. An essential part of God's very nature is relationship and collaboration. These concepts of relationship and collaboration do not end with God. Not only does God seek out relationship with humanity, God also models the qualities of relationship and collaboration for us so that we might have an example in our relationships with other people. This is how we hear God in the person of Jesus Christ commanding us to love others as he has loved us. Let's pray. Holy and undivided Trinity, you are an eternal harmony of gift and response. Through the uncreated word and the spirit of truth, embrace us and all creation in your extravagant love. Through the wisdom of God, who raises her voice to call us to life. Amen. Amen.